Hello and welcome to Follow Your Bliss, a podcast for big-hearted, deep feelers who want to make a difference in the world. This is your time to get motivation and momentum to do what makes your soul shine. My name is Jessica Flint. I'm a soul strengths business coach and social impact entrepreneur that has helped millions of people improve their life. And I'm here to empower you to become a badass success story because I know it's within you when you stop selling yourself short, stop waiting for the perfect moment, and stop letting the opinions of others drown out your inner voice. It's never too late to create a life you're excited about and love waking up to. I believe we all have unique soul strengths that hold the key to unlocking our greatest success and are just begging to be expressed right now in this very moment. Now, this podcast features heart-to-heart conversations with successful authors, entrepreneurs, spiritual leaders, experts, and everyday all-stars just like you about their path to greater purpose and soul alignment. It's time to claim your joy, your worth, your highest soul expression, and your feeling of enoughness. Now, let's get started. Well, hello there. Today, I want to share an audio lesson that I did for a five-week program called Fearless. So Fearless in five weeks. And the whole intention of this program was to help you take one thing that you are afraid of. You know, we have a lot of things. So just take one thing that you are afraid of and really work with it to alchemize that fear into courage to take action. Now, throughout this audio journey, we covered a whole range of topics around fear skills and actionable steps were part of this program. But today I want to share a lesson that was more of a story. It was a story around my dog named Ona and how she faced her fear. But before we get into it, I want to offer you a chance to get Fearless for free. Now, all you have to do is leave a five-star rating and write a review for this show. Now, when you do this, it makes such a difference in the show getting discovered and us being able to book really amazing guests for you to listen to. So when you leave a five-star rating and review, oh my gosh, it is like a fuel for the show. And if you are so generous to take the time to leave a five-star rating and write a review for this show, I will gift you a copy of Fearless, a private exclusive version of it, which you can listen to directly from your podcast player. How cool is that? You don't need to have any other login information. All you got to do is just give the show a five-star rating, write a review, take a screenshot, and send it to hello at jessicaflint.com. Alrighty. Well, looking forward to hooking you up with Fearless when we get that email from you. And without further ado, let's get into this lesson and you get to know a little bit more about my dear dog, Ona. In our lesson today, I'm going to share a story in hopes of inspiring you to take a step toward your fear, not steps away. Now, it's so common with fear to have this kind of imaginary line that you draw that I will go not one step past this line because this is my safety zone. This is my comfort zone, whether it's conscious or unconscious. This idea of having a comfort zone and anything outside of it feels too scary to go into. So what happens when you actually have something outside of your comfort zone that you truly desire, right? This is something that you want to have or be or do, and it is outside of the comfort zone. What I believe is that when we are unable to cross outside of that comfort zone, we begin to suffer. And I want to reference the granddaddy of self-actualization, Abraham Maslow. He said, quote, a musician must make music, an artist must paint. A poet must write if he is to be ultimately at peace with himself. What a man can be, he must be. This need we may call self-actualization. This tendency might be phrased as the desire to become more and more what one is. 
to become everything that one is capable of becoming. End quote. What a person can be, they must be. What you can be, you must be. We suffer when we hold ourselves back in who we are capable of becoming. And this idea of comfort zone and really stepping into who you are at your best reminds me of my beloved dog, Ona, in a story and how she has been able to overcome her fears in order to really step into the best, most amazing dog she could possibly be. And by listening, you may find some of yourself in her story. So it all begins back in 2012, December 21st. 2012. And if you don't remember, that was when the Mayan calendar predicted the end of the world. (laughs) But it was actually the beginning of new life for a dog named Ona. And I was at the time living in a small fishing uh, and surfing village in Mexico. And I was living here in Mexico because at the time I was in a relationship with a Spaniard that I met in graduate school when I was doing my degree in marine geophysics. And I finished my master's degree and I was a seagoing oceanographer. So I would spend 100 days a year, more or less, non-consecutively out at sea, going on oceanic expeditions to Hawaii, South Africa, Australia, Fiji. It was all over the world. And the other 265 days, I would stay in Mexico. I would surf in the morning and I would work on developing the Rise Up and Recover app. Now, this is an app that I created to help people who have eating disorders monitor their meals and learn more about the behavioral drivers of their eating disorder. So at this time period, uh, I was in the relationship and, you know, you often kind of think, well, are we going to go anywhere? Let's get a dog first before doing anything, before doing anything more serious than that. And so our friends had a recent litter of puppies. And when it came time to pick the puppy, I felt pulled towards this one that was the darkest of all the litter. The rest were just really blonde puppies. And she had some more darker colors to her. And I thought, okay, I'll take this one. And so I took her and I adopted Ona. Ona means wave, like an ocean wave in the language of Catalan. So I was with a Spaniard from Barcelona and they speak a language called Catalan. And so Ona, my little ocean wave, came with me back to the house. Now I quickly discovered that Ona wasn't necessarily a quote-unquote normal puppy. All of the other puppies were crawling all over me and licking me. And Ona was scared of everything. She was scared of light sources and sound sources. And honestly, I did question, did I pick the right puppy? Like this one is, this one seems pretty complicated. You know, she's scared of everything and you know, she won't let me touch her belly. I I thought maybe there could have been a developmental issue that she had. And I was a little bit concerned that, hmm, this dog doesn't seem normal. And it turns out that Ona's very sensitive, extremely sensitive. It took her a few weeks to adjust living with us. We needed to earn her trust slowly to let her know that she's safe and that she's okay. So this sensitive superpower of Ona's was something that I discovered very early. And she also was an explorer, just like me. And true to her Sagittarius spirit, she loved freedom and being able to roam around the rocks on the shore of the beach that we lived at. I would go out to surf and jump into the water and she would stay there and just play around. And she just loved to have her freedom. And then one day, something changed. A giant, ginormous whale washed up onto the beach, dead. 
And in this little fishing, surfing village, they don't necessarily have a whale cleanup crew. So their response to the giant, ginormous whale washing up on the beach was, leave it. Leave it there until it's no longer there. Now, you can only imagine the smell of a giant decomposing whale carcass. I Well, I hope you actually can't imagine the smell of it because it is putrid and it is pungent and it was so... Now, during this time, Ona would love to go explore around the whale. And dogs and cats, they have this really... They have this interesting behavior where they love to rub themselves in dead things. So Ona would go and rub herself in whale guts and would come back home really proud, like, hey, mom, look at me. Can't you see that I found a dead whale for us to eat for dinner? And I'd be like, oh my God, Ona, what are you doing? So I would take the hose outside and I would clean her off. And this happened dozens and dozens of times because this whale took months and months and months to decompose. And there was one time in particular where Ona came to the front door covered in whale guts. And I was just having one of those days, you know, where I was just stressed out and I didn't want to have it. I was just, mm, that was the last straw. So I reacted heavily to Ona. I was so angry at her and it was cold outside and I didn't want to wash her out there. So I was just, I grabbed her tightly and I brought her into the house and I put her in the shower and I and I was shampooing her with an energy of being very mad. What are you doing? In Spanish, we say castigada. You are punished. I'm so upset with you. Why did you do this? And she was shaking and trembling because she didn't know what she did wrong. And here I was so upset with her being covered in whale guts again when I had things I had to do and I was not wanting to do this. Enter trauma. Just this one event changed Ona because of the energy that I reacted to the situation with and the sensitive, this little sensitive soul bringing her into this new location, being so angry with her. From that point forward, Ona never would even step a paw into the bathroom. Like she would avoid the rooms that even came close to the bathroom. And since that time, we moved to three new houses together and she never would go near the bathroom. Bathroom off limits. Ona had such a strong association with the bathroom being scary and bad that she would not dare cross that line. So fast forward now, six years later, Ona, still super afraid of bathrooms, will not cross the line of going into the bathroom. By this point, her and I are so bonded. We've been through everything. We've been through so much together. She was with me every step of the way of breakups and cross-country moves and starting companies and releasing apps and doing podcasts. She was with me every step of the way. She's right next to me right now as I record this. The ultimate companion in my life. An emotional support dog through and through. Her sensitivity is her greatest superpower. And one day, I was having a major emotional meltdown. I was dating this guy and I projected all of my lovability and desirability onto him. And of course the projection fell and I was so devastated and I was dramatically bawling my eyes out on the bathroom floor. And Ona was there watching me fall apart emotionally and I could see her standing right at the door of the bathroom. And I was just crying and crying and crying. 
and she did her little whimper like, come here, get out of the bathroom. I'm here for you, but I'm not going to go any closer because you're in the bathroom. I was in such a hard place in my life at that moment in time. I was so wrapped up in my own emotional pain. And what took me out of it was as I started to notice where Ona was going through her own inner conflict of whether she should cross the line, come closer to me to do what she does best, emotional support, or if she should stay back and wait for me to come out of the bathroom. She had this competing tension. I could see it. It was so alive in her where she, where she was starting to put her paw into the bathroom and then putting it back and then putting it forward a little more. And then there was this point where it's almost like if dogs could talk, she said, F it. <laughs> I'm going in. I'm helping my human. And, and she went straight to me as if she just did the scariest thing of her life. And she started licking me all over the face and saying, I'm here for you. Her tail was wagging. It was a proud moment for her because she crossed the line. This line that she would not dare to cross for six years. She crossed it. I was so proud of her to see her overcome this fear. And it totally took me away from my own emotional falling apart because I was like, wow, Ona, you did it. She was changed after that. From that moment forward, she would freely come in and out of the bathroom. The bathroom was no longer a scary place for her. All these years, the bathroom was so off limits, so scary, don't even dare. And now the bathroom's just, just another room in the house. She comes into the bathroom when I'm showering all the time and just sits there and waits for me to finish my shower. So she's no longer scared of the bathroom. So one, she had overcome her fear. And two, she also needed to have trust. And watching Ona overcome her fear has been one of the most remarkable things for me to, to witness because I see it in so many people, so many of us. We have these things that happen early in our life, these little traumas or big capital T traumas. And we go through life saying, not that. <laughs> uh, don't want to go there. Nope, that's scary. Not going to do that. Not going to cross that line. I'll go in all of the other rooms, but I won't go into that room. So we all have these things that have happened to us, whether someone hurt us uh, intentionally or unintentionally. Someone made us feel less than intentionally or unintentionally. And these end up creating that line in the sand of where I feel safe going here. I don't feel safe going here. I feel safe with this. I don't feel safe with this. And then there comes a time when we have to face that fear in order to become who we're fully meant to be. We have to put our foot where we're afraid for it to go and trust. Trust that if we go into this new situation, that it's not going to be like the old situation. And it's not the same scary place that our little child traumatized brain made it out to be. And then when we start to go into this new environment, this new place that we've been so scared of, more often than not, we realize that there's nothing to be scared of all of this time. And if something that you don't want to happen does happen, it's important to realize that you're different now. You have more resources available to cope. Now, how does Ona's overcoming of her fear apply to you? Where is the bathroom in your life? We always have the option to take one step forward into growth or one step back into safety. And I highly, highly recommend taking those steps forward into growth. Now, if you are a growth-minded person, and if you want to get to your next level self, I encourage you to sign up for my morning love notes. These are daily encouragement texts that I send out in the morning after I do my journal work and I just want to reflect or contemplate on a theme for the day. And it's fun and free 
and super easy to get set up with. All you need to do is text the word daily to 512-548-2422. So when you text the word daily to that number, you'll instantly be in and get consistent motivation in your mornings throughout the week. Thank you for having the discipline to listen in. If you love this episode and know of someone else who is following their bliss, please share this show with them. It would mean the world to me if we can get this cause and message out to as many people as possible. So if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this show with your friends. It will totally make my day and I will be forever grateful for your support. And until the next episode, this is Jessica Flint encouraging you to follow your bliss and to unapologetically be bold, be brave, and be you.